4: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations.
5: Raiders, Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's man cave. Taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We're back. We're left, left, right. look
4: we miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, game Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the fifth. 50- running down, football, and I think Olsen victory. The Olsen Raiders have on the most seemingly unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win.
3: What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what uh, I hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 167 of Raiders Fan Radio here in Murph's Fan Cave. I appreciate everybody already jumping in the chat and joining us live on youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Uh, Ty, ta-da, Raider is already in there. Of course, Ron the Mater Raider holding it down, Stacey Ruff, the Raider Critique. What's up, Critique? I've talked to you for a while. Tampa Raider, uh, Chevy Silver Raider's in there, John Q Raider in there. I uh, appreciate everybody uh, joining us already. Super Him is in there. I uh, appreciate everyone jumping in. YouTube.com slash MurphsFanCave. Uh, Patchy, Tommy Anthony. Uh, you know. So they're on the, our YouTube channel. We're only 87 more subs away from hitting 2,000 and uh, we're going to take one or a few of the next uh, uh, subscriptions that we get on the way to 2,000 and we're going to give away a very uh, a self-referential prize where Uncle Mosh and Swago and I are going to sign a Get Made t-shirt, a amongst a bunch of other Raider gear that we're going to send to you guys. So appreciate everybody joining uh, in there tonight. Fabricator gills uh, popped in there. Herman Munster's in there. Um, So anyways, I appreciate you joining us here for uh, Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 167. And uh, so I'm going to turn it over to the man that adorns the uh, Western annex of the Merce Fan Cave desk, the one and only Uncle Mosh. Uncle Mosh. Oh, man. Yeah, Uncle Mosh isn't here tonight. Okay, so let's. That's all right. It's all right. We've done this before. with Uncle Mosh. He's a a stalwart around here. He's the patriarch of the family. He's—he's—he's. He's, he's, everybody comes and stays for the mosh. You, you, you come here for the Raider content, but you stay for the mosh. But that's okay. We've done a show without him before. Let's go down then to the next annex here, the southern annex of the western annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk desk, and talk to our buddy Swag Jeff. Oh my gosh, Swaggo! Flag! Ah! Oh my gosh. All right, so here's what we got tonight. <laughs> Swag's on daddy duty, so he's taking care of the of the kids tonight and, and being a good dad as he always is. And uh, Mosh is out on business tonight, so uh, you got me. So we got the uh, uh, you just got Murph here in Murph Fan Cave for Raiders Fan Radio. But uh, the best part about that though is that two things is that number one, I don't normally I'm a fan of the podcast selfie. I, I we seem to do better when when uh, when we have a crew to roll with. But um, but that's okay. I'm a big I'm a firm believer in doing something that intimidates you every single day something you might be uh, a little uncertain about because that's how we grow but the best thing is it's not just me it's you it's everybody in the chat tonight we've got an awesome bunch of emails to get to we've got awesome phone calls to get to tonight and i think if we got enough time when we get to the um to the live segment or or excuse me to the uh uh, voicemail segment i'm going to try to take a couple of live calls maybe we'll we'll see if we can we can work that in uh you can call the raiders fan radio hotline 909-345-3346 and let's keep this as interactive as we can because i'm I don't want to just sit here and and talk away um so anyway so uh let's uh uh let's jump in the chat there again full metal mexican i see he's in there uh raider uh raider ramon what's up ramon the, the meme lord i'm crushing it with the memes here uh lately so appreciate everybody uh joining us in there all right so i mentioned the subscriptions you can support us in that way on youtube You can also support our network of shows by subscribing to the audio version of this podcast, which you can find at Murph's Fan Cave on any of your podcast services. What's up, Jeff Barnett? And uh, just search Murph's Fan Cave, M U R F S Fan Cave, and you can find it. And you'll get this show, our flagship show, plus uh, RFR Rundown, which Swag and I are going to do tomorrow. Also, Tales from the Nation, which Swag and I are going to finally record that latest one tomorrow. Uh, you get Mojo's Pod Show, um, which uh, Mojo is absolutely killing it over there on his channel, and uh, and appreciate him being part of the network. Mojo and I are actually going to uh, we're kicking around, are going to start kicking around some ideas for something he and I are going to work on together. We're going to work on a project together, so that should be a lot of fun. So definitely uh, uh, subscribe to the channel uh, audio-wise and on the YouTube so you don't miss any of those. Um, the other way to support us is uh, go to our link at our website. You can go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear, and you can get uh, something there from the Fanatics website. doesn't cost you anything extra. Just hit our link, and it will take you to Fanatics. And then anything that you buy, uh, we get uh, a portion of that sale. Again, not extra to you. It's just uh, the Fanatics folks kick it back to us, and we're going to take all that money, and then we're going to give it all to the Stabler XOXO Foundation at the end of the year. And we've already got quite a few of you that have already hit that link and started buying up stuff, and so we appreciate you for doing that. And uh, just know this, it's going to a great cause. Uh, the XOXO Foundation is run by Kendra Stabler, uh, Kenny's daughter. And it's all about the prevention of, of, of head injuries uh, from youth sports all the way on through to professional sports. Not only the prevention, but the, uh, uh, but the treatment and such. And so it's a really fantastic organization and, of course, carries the legacy of one Kenny Stabler. So please uh, help us support them and uh, by going to RaidersFanRito.com gear. And then, uh, and then buying something there at the at the Fanatics website. So I uh, appreciate you all that have already done that. Again, quite a few of you have already hit it up. I see there's some jersey sales in there and all kinds of stuff. So 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 keep those coming, please. Uh, okay, uh, we always name our episode number after something significant within Raider Nation, and this now is episode number one sixty seven. So let's hear from our buddy Swaggo. He called in with his one sixty seven.
6: All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You have your old Uncle Swag here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook.com at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Swag. He tweets now. Oh, wait. This isn't the audition for the new Raiders Fan Radio Contact Info Read? Uh, never mind. I guess that's not my thing. Uh, no, you got Swag Jeff here reporting for Raiders Fan Radio, episode 167. Here at RFR, we take every episode number and relate it to something significant in Raider history. This week, we are taking it to the 2002 season, and we are going to highlight Raiders running back Charlie Garner in 2002 number 25 charlie garner played in all 16 games and rushed for seven touchdowns 16 games seven tvs one six seven so there you go now back to merce fan cave for the meat of rfr live all right did i hit the time limit good
5: all right boys and girls pay attention you got your old uncle mosh here with an update Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. dot com. Hey, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanradio.com. dot com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit?
3: Good. Hey, so uh, everybody in the chat, appreciate you shouting out Uncle Mosh and Swaggo. Uh, Herman Munster's in there. Raider Ramon, Full Metal Mexican. Uh, Raider Jeff, one of the 150 of you, I believe. Uh, Carl Rogers, uh, Cody Mendoza. What's up, Cody? Uh, super him. Uh, Tampa Raider is in there. Uh, Stacy Ruff, a lot of folks in there. Appreciate you joining us. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider just hit in there. What's up, Q-Dog? Uh, appreciate the capo joining us here. And so, you know, I just realized this. Without having Mosh here, I could like talk about Star Wars for like 90 minutes. So what'd you guys think of that Clone Wars finale? That was crazy on Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. All right. now I won't do that to you, though. Um, but what we do r- do around here is uh, we give out respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things. Uh, but we like to give a little bit of respect. So I got three guys that I'd like to give respect to this week. Uh, first off, I participated in this study last week on sports tattoos. And it was uh, put on by Professor... Ted, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right. Ted, Ted Butryn. That's B-U-T-R-Y-N, and he is a PhD in sports uh, sports psychology and sports sociology from San Jose State University, so my hometown of San Jose, uh, California, and uh, he's doing this study on people that get sports tattoos and so um i got in touch with him because i have my my raider tattoo here that i'm I'm very proud of and i got some more tattoos on the way soon but um that was a a big piece that i got done uh, a couple of years ago and um Anyway, so I got in touch with him and had the interview last week with him and was part of this study. and it was really cool, man. It was really fun and talking about tattoo culture and like growing up like mindsets around tattoos and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, how it related to fandom. and then it got into Raider fandom and uh, And we talked quite a bit about our Raider fandom because Professor Ted is a Raider fan. and He's a hardcore Raider fan. Like, the guy's legit. So uh, when we got done with our conversation, I because I had bragged on a lot of you, and I told him about how when I put uh, pictures of my new tattoo at the time, on our social media, how it blew up. We had so much interaction, and not because of my piece in particular, but because I asked to see yours. And we had so many people sending us pictures of their own tattoos, and Raider Ramone's in the chat tonight. ramon has got the best because he's got the freaking Raider shield, and then he's got Made Men tattooed underneath there. Like, he's got, you know, let alone a sports tattoo. He's got a podcast about sports tattoo on there. So anyways, um, really super cool stuff, talking to Ted, and he asked if I would be willing to share the information that he had thought about maybe even doing a study of like th- of a microcosm of, uh, of Raiders fans and like just Raiders tattoos. Cause that's almost like it's whole separate culture from just sports tattoos. So I told him I would, it's all out there on our socials. But for those of you, if you got a pen handy or his uncle Mosh says, if you got a knife carve it into your dashboard, professor Ted's email address is this Theodore T H E O D O R E. Dot Butrin, B-U-T-R-Y-N, that's T-H-E-O-D-O-R-E dot B-U-T-R-Y-N at S-J-S-U dot E-D-U. So hit up Professor Ted, tell him that you heard it here on Murph, uh, Murph's Fan Cave on, the, on Raiders Fan Radio, then tell him that you want to talk to him about your Raider tattoo. Or if you have another sports tattoo, you can be part of that as well. But especially you Raider fans, uh, get in touch with, with Professor Ted and talk to the guy. He's a great guy. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. And I'm really interested to see how this thing uh, kind of plays out, what the findings are of this. And when we, we get to the, to the end of it, uh, we're going to have Professor Ted on the show. And we're going to talk to him about his findings. And it should be fascinating. So anyways, much respect to him and, uh, and to that project. All right. Next up, uh, someone you hadn't heard from in a while here on uh, the Murph's Fan Cave Network. Our buddy Mikey. I mentioned the uh, the roster of shows that we have here on on uh, on Murph Fan Cave, and one of them is Mondays with Mikey and Murph. And that show's kind of been spotty at best in terms of scheduling and us getting them in here lately. And so, uh, but Mikey was kind enough. He, you know, he's a good dude. Mikey and I know each other behind the scenes pretty well, and uh, you know, we're all kind of dealing with the, the weirdness of this whole quarantine crap and being on, you know, isolated and uh we're gonna play a thing on the rundown tomorrow but like uh, trey wingo had a really beautiful statement on it today about us missing sports and not having sports to fall back to and how sports is such a healing thing for us like it was around 9 11 and for us not even being able to get into that uh it's been a challenge so anyways uh you know so that's mikey has been dealing with a lot of that like the rest of us have and anyways he was kind enough he wanted to shoot a message out to uh not only us here at, at the rfr crew but but those of you in the in the listening audience
7: What's going on, everybody out there? Raiders Fan Radio, also the Murphs Fan Cave, hanging out, listening to the podcast. I just wanted to say hello, give a big shout out to my family that's dealing with the quarantine, and I wanted to let everybody know that's a big fan of not only my channel, but Murph's channel, that there will be a Mondays with Mikey and Murph very soon. Mikey has some brain issues. (laughs) Mikey gets depressed, has anxiety, has fears, And Mikey sleeps a lot and eats chili dogs and just disappears. That's what Mikey does. Right now, Mikey's trying to up his game. Look at how I'm still talking about myself in the third person. I'm just trying to, you know, get my mental right, get my brain on point during this quarantine and trying to find some passion, some creativity in the days to come. But enough about me. I just wanted to say what's up to Uncle Mosh making everybody laugh. You are one funny dude and I love it, except when you make fun of me. But you know what? The truth is parody is a form of flattery. So that means when you parody me, that means you love me. I love you, Mosh. Keep staying safe, taking care of those kids that you teach and thank you for your service. Also, let's talk about the newest member. They call him Swaggy Jeff. I I haven't met you. You're cool AF. But I don't know why you got the nickname Swaggy Jeff. I don't see any swag on you. You oh. might to talk to Henry Ruggs Shot's about fired. swag. He's got a lot of swag. So do these young Raiders that are out there. They're going to build a trash-talking team full of swag and stardom. It's going to be fun. But let's give it up for Swaggy Jeff, content moderator, representing Raider Nation to the fullest. Then I just want to give real quick props to my main man, Murph, always being there for me in times of need. Got you, brother. Nothing brother. But kindness, kind words, loving your heart, always trying to make me feel better and understanding when I'm not around for everybody and not able to do shows and stuff like that due to my issues. Nobody else's but mine. Thank you very much, Murph. You put on a fantastic podcast and everybody just give this man some love and Please like the video. Please share it. Raiders Fan Radio and Murph's Fan Cave has been around for a long while representing Raider Nation, um, and they've been doing a fantastic job bringing the fun, the laughter, <clears throat> not only the hot takes, because hot take. they're not really about that. They're about the Raider Nation community, the legacy, and the actual football on the field. And I just wanted to say, take pleasure in saying I love Raiders Fan Radio, and you guys deserve to have way more than 1.9 thousand subscribers. Subscribe! Hit the button! So everybody, hit that like button. Let's get Murph over 2,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. They Smash the very bell! Well in podcast land, but I'm very proud to have you on YouTube, which is the Raider platform of choice. So it's not called YouTube, it's called RaiderTube. There's so many amazing Raider video makers out there doing content. And some of them are kind of new. And they got a lot more subscribers than Murph does when Murph and the Raiders fan radio and the fan cave deserve more. So please support Murph. Get him some subscribers. 2K Murph. 2K Murph. There you go, Mikey. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you guys. And enjoy the rest of the show. And can I be an honorary maid man? please can I get that capo audio that capo speech can Mikey Rader be an honorary made man that's all I want in life Murph beyond another year of Mondays with Mikey and Murph I love you all I'll see you all as soon as possible and stay tuned and enjoy the rest of the show
3: Mikey Rader quarantine chili dogs ahead Appreciate you, Mikey. Thanks for jumping in here and uh, and saying hi to the, to us and the crew. And that's you know, a tamaş, man. Whether you become an honorary made man or not, I don't know. But I do know Mikey did buy a get made shirt though, so I know he, he rocks that thing proudly. So uh, we're, yeah, in the chat, everybody's saying you got to call back two more times, Mikey, and then you can become a made man. Ain't that the truth, man? We all we all following the same rule book here. Uh, okay, I got one more uh, a, a bit of respect to give. Uh, you know, this one, um, I was just going to feature it in the sea of fans calls, but but I wanted to put it to the top of the show because it's, it hits something that's just real near and dear to my heart. And, um, we're going to hear from our buddy iPatch here in a second. I don't know if Patch is in the chat tonight. Uh, if he is, uh, then, then definitely what's up, uh, Patch? We got to meet ipatch last year at the draft in Nashville. Super cool guy, huge supporter of our shows here. And, uh, you know he um, he lost his uncle um, sadly, and his uncle. Uh, I hope it's okay that I share his name. We're friends on Facebook also, and uh, his, his uncle's name is Lewis. And I don't like I have an uncle Lewis as well, but we call him Louis. So I don't know if this is Uncle Louis or Uncle Lewis, but one way or the other, um, he talks. He goes into an, and I'm not going to uh, sell the lead on his phone call here, but he talks about what an influence his uncle was, especially when it comes to the world of sports, and like that is what. My uncles, man, all this Raider fandom was all completely formed by them and my dad, of course. Uh, but it's 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 just it really it really hit home. And so, anyways, I want to give respect to um, to i and I want to give respect to his uncle Louie uh, and 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 his family. And sadly, um, you know, he lost him this past week. And so, anyways, let's go in here from our buddy iPatch.
1: Patch. Mosh, Swaggy J, Capo Nation, I Patch calling name. It's been a while. Um, just calling in, a little sad note, um, not my usual ranting and raving or going over the draft. It's going to be more like an historian Steve type of call. Um, back in 1969 at the old Shea Stadium, my uncle took me to a game. It was the Jets and the Raiders. Everybody was going there to see this Joe Willie name put on an air show. And uh, the Raiders came rolling into town. I was about eight years old. And uh, there was an air show, okay, but it was a cat named Daryl LaMonica, the Mad Bomber, who uh, who put on the show. Threw for over 300 and something yards. Back then, you know, football was a little different. That that was a big game. We had a dude named uh, Warren Wells. Uh, he caught for over 150 yards, two touchdowns. Another cat named Freddie Belitnikoff got about 100 yards, and Raiders ended up winning 27 of 14. And... That was when I became a Raider fan. Everybody was there at Shea looking for Joe Willie and the Jets, and the Raiders came in and blew the doors off, 27-14. And that was it. That's when it all started. Well, I'm saying all of this because uh, my uncle, who took me to my first World Series game, uh, my first boxing match in Madison Square Garden with the and Moore, he took me to my first basketball game the Nets and the Sixers and reminds me of you and Mosh, pretty close. Um he he did everything with me and uh he passed away on uh on the 4th on uh, Monday. And uh he'll be sorely missed. He's the one that turned me into a Raider fan. And uh I'm going to miss him, you know. And just for everybody out there um I want everybody to be safe and really think about taking care of each other because this this coronavirus got him, and, uh, you know, it's nothing to play with, man. So everybody, you know, give your loved ones an extra hug or just tell them that you love them, man, and and uh, keep safe, everyone. Raider Nation, peace out.
3: All right, much respect to our friend Patch there and to your uncle, and again, condolences to the family and, uh, and rest in peace for sure to, uh, to your uncle.
7: Hey, Raider Nation,
4: just want to say hello. This is Pastor Mondo of net.
8: You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Marsh and my brother. Just win, baby.
3: All right, so another feature we do every week here in Raiders Fan Radio is we do a tweet of the week where we head out to social media and we see what's going on in the Twitter-verse uh, where it's... a. Uh It can be volatile at best around there. Uh, But we always find something fun. And there was some really cool Twitter exchanges that went on this week. Uh, There was like, we had a choice of a few different ones. I don't know if you guys saw uh, Bray Wyatt, the wrestler. Uh, He is a, apparently a Raider fan. We didn't know that, Uh, but he is a Raider fan. And uh, he he made it known that he was a Raider fan because Derek Carr, our quarterback, put out a tweet listing his five favorite all-time wrestlers, and uh Bray Wyatt was not one of them. So Bray Wyatt responded with his top five all-time Raider quarterbacks. And it was like Kenny Stabler, Jim Plunkett, Daryl LaMonica, uh, Rich Gannon, and Jamarcus Russell. And then he tagged Derek in it. And so Derek was like, at first almost took offense to it. But then he was like, oh, when you you're a Raider fan? Well, never mind. You're automatically at the top of my list then. And so I thought that was pretty cool. That was a fun exchange with those two guys. But then... I saw this one jump in uh, a little bit later in uh, in the week, and I'm like, okay, this is it. We got to feature this. In fact, this was just really a lot of it yesterday. So, uh, you know, we're big fans of Max Crosby around here. Max, you know, we like the name Max. Uh, big fans. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, Max Crosby put out a tweet, and uh, he he tagged Phil Villapiano's daughter Andrea in it. And he said, um, "My man Villapiano is one bad sob." And then he wrote "Legend." And he had a video in there of uh, of Phil from America's Game talking famously about how they used to mold casts to their arms. And so let's let's play the audio of that real quick so you know what I'm talking about.
4: We had a guy named George Anderson who was our trainer, and he was a like like, like 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 in the CIA or something. They would have experts in demolition or something. George was an expert in pets, probably most of them illegal. George added to my gloves. What he did was he took the stuff from the, uh, like you make casts out, and he put it in the uh, hot water, and then he molded it for me. What I essentially had was two casts. So when I hit somebody, my boom, that was my first shot, right to their eye. <laughs> I could take him down if they hit him just perfect. I used to like to call it the rake and the can opener. When you got him and you had him in the throat, you do like that, you know, and you could pop the helmet off, that would be the can opener. One time, OJ Simpson, if I hit him just perfect, they showed this tackle I made for the whole year. Juice's helmet came off and helmet went flying and he dropped to his knees and like this.
3: All right, so there you go. So there's Villapiano talking about the rake and can opener, where he, he would come across guys is like basically across their throat, and then he would rip his forearm up and try to pop their helmet off. It was awesome. So anyway, so Max was Max. Max was all about that, and uh, so he so he tweets uh, Andrea, and she says, "I'm gonna hit my dad up and let him know what you had to say because Phil, like Uncle Mosh, doesn't twit. Although Mosh does twit. So there you go. But uh, um, but Phil is not a social media guy. So he sent. Uh, his daughter Andrea back a message and she put it out on Twitter and it said Mad Max this is from Phil I'm happy you commented and I'm glad you enjoy that style of play. You are on your way you had a breakthrough season. follow up with a rake and can opener of your own creation. And so that was absolutely so cool and uh, and and Mad Max Max Crosby uh, the Condor uh, responded one more time and he said absolutely the best is yet to come And uh, so I just love this you know you know anybody that listens to our show for any length of time we're all about the dang, you know, uh, the history and the legacy of the Raiders. I got my Piano autographed, you know, picture right here next to me. Um, we just, we love this team and the legacy of it and the mystique of it. And uh, when that connects with the modern player, uh, to me, there's nothing better, and I think that's one of the coolest things about the Raiders—the way they do their alumni day and all those different things. Uh, it's just really cool to see that past and that legacy uh, connect up with, uh, uh, with 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 modern day players. And so, anyways, but so one last thing about that though before we move on from it, and I wish Mosh was here because. Uh, For those of you that don't know, back in February of 2018, we had Phil on the show. Uh, Phil came on Raiders Fan Radio. It was right before the Super Bowl, and uh, we had like a 45-minute long interview with him. It was myself and my cousin Sonny at the time, and um, it was so cool. It was such a great uh, interview with him, and you know... Uh, And you'll hear me say this in the interview. I referenced, and you hear me reference it all the time, and so does Mosh, about his hatred for the Steelers and why he hates the Steelers. Well, we brought that up, and we talked to Phil about that. So I'm going to play you one more clip, and this goes back to our interview with Phil Villapiano back in February of 18. If you're interested, it's episode number 65. So 102 episodes of RFR ago, uh, we talked to Phil. Two years in a row, you lost to the Steelers. You know, we all know about the Chiefs, how much we hate them, but... How big of a rival was the Steelers in the seventies for the Raiders? And you kind of still look at the Steelers with a little bit of, you know, vitriol.
4: <laughs> well, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful rivalry, and it came out of the blue. Here we were, you know. I mean, when I first went to the Raiders, you had to hate the Chiefs, number one. You had to hate the Broncos, number two. You had to hate the Chargers, number three. And then all of a sudden, oh, you hate the Dolphins, number four. And then all of a sudden, this uh, this Pittsburgh team comes around. And and you know, I don't. I think they kind of liked to play like the Raiders, or they tried to play like the Raiders. And and, and I, you know I saw that they were they were pretty nasty. And you know it's a very good defense. Uh, you know, good old Franco Harris, Rocky Pryor, Terry Bradshaw. You know, Swan and Stallworth and Frankie Lewis. And I mean, they had great players everywhere, and they played rough football. So all of a sudden, it was kind of like, hey man you guys are starting to act like us. We need to kick your little asses. And then it started. (laughs) And it got nasty. And it got nasty quick. And and it was just fun to play those guys. And then they they ended up, you know, winning their division. We ended up winning ours. So it was inevitable every year we were going to end up against the Steelers. And and we did. And we we had some – I mean, we played some horrible playoff games against those guys. I mean, we just – you know, it it, it would be like – you know, like Tennessee Titans going to get, going into New England this year, and they're just going in and laid an egg, you know, in the playoff game. And we we, we didn't play our best football, and for some reason, in that championship game two years in a row to the Steelers. And then we finally got them. <laughs> <laughs> against the Steelers, against the Chiefs, man, that's when that's, Those are the games I like to play in.
3: We have another uncle, we call him Uncle Mosh on our show, and he grew up in the Bay Area in the 70s as a Raider fan as well. And his most hated team out of all the teams is the, is the Pittsburgh Steelers because of that rivalry back then. And, you know, when history of uh, looks back on those teams, you know, the Raiders, I feel, are kind of unfairly categorized from the just because of the physicality that you all played, but you touched on something about the Steelers that they played the same way as well. But it, nobody ever throws out any derogatory terms about the Steelers defense. It's always about about the Raiders defense. Do you does that bug you? Does that bug you as the player? Well no and it shouldn't bug you, man. That's a compliment. It's great when people
4: <laughs> talk about how nasty we were and how we played the game. And we did it. And I'm telling you we won a lot of games because our reputation, not because we played so well that day. But you know, some we we go in and teams. Sometimes the teams would just quit; they didn't even want to play us, and and, and that was good. We you know, get the afternoon off, you know, just get away and get out of there. And and no, we loved that, and Al Davis loved the mystique, the nastiness. John Madden loved the nastiness. The we as players loved the nastiness, and yeah. And we also were black, and we're the only one in the league who were black at the time. And that, it, you know, it all it all worked together. It worked for us, and we loved it. So, no nation. I want the Raider nation to know when they talk about us being nasty, that's a compliment.
8: Nobody enjoyed a good Donnie Brook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This
4: is Phil Villapiano. And you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All
3: right. Appreciate you, uh, Phil. And uh, we're efforting uh, to get Phil back on here. Uh, once again Raiders fan radio do a little RFR conversation with him it's been a minute since we caught up you know it's been it's the 40 year anniversary since uh, Phil played his last game with the silver and black before going on and finishing out his career uh, with the Buffalo Bills which is a really funny story if you've ever heard Phil tell that story <laughs> about how uh, Al Davis uh, uh, called him up and asked him about Bob Chandler and uh, he said what do you know about this Bob Chandler and said uh, and Phil said well I, I hear he's a pretty good wide receiver and Phil and Al said well good because we just traded uh for him we traded you for him and so uh, anyways he tells it much better than i do it's a very funny story though and so i uh, will we'll definitely uh effort to get uh phil back on here on uh, on on uh, raiders fan radio all right uh next up let's get into some current stuff to uh, uh let's not live in the past entirely let's get into some current raider news and uh wh- one of the things i like to do is when we get when we get when we draft new players, you know, unless you're just a complete draft junkie and you know the entirety of the hundreds and hundreds of players that are being considered for draft uh, uh, purposes you know, it's hard to get to know these guys before it, but then after um, they get assigned to their teams, then people, you know, they start to come out and they comment on those players. And, and so it helps us as Raider Nation get familiar with these guys. Uh, you know what I mean? Quicker. And, and so it's really cool to hear from the people that know them best, um, either from the folks that drafted them or, you know, from sometimes family members or uh, other, you know, teammates. And in this case uh, we're going to hit kind of all over the place and we're going to start off with a coach so the first player I want to feature is, uh, is Brian Edwards, uh, the pick that I'm frankly most excited about, because I'm excited about his style of play at wide receiver and the way that he's able to attack the football. And you'll hear uh, his coach, uh, Will Muschamp here uh, uh, at, at South Carolina, kind of go on about his ability to go up and attack the football and to where it's not even like a 50-50 ball, it's more like a 70-30 ball when you're throwing to Edwards.
9: Brian's as is, is good a young man as a a draft pick, is that I've ever been around as far as his character is concerned. He comes from a great family, but a really good football player. He got a great competitive edge about him. He's a self-starter, a guy that you're not going to have to worry about, you know, as far as motivation and those things are concerned, uh, but a very intelligent, can play multiple positions, got a huge catch radius down the field, uh, and he's got really good vertical speed. He's also going to bring a lot to the organization as far as special teams is concerned as well. And he's leaving South Carolina is statistically is the best receiver to ever play here. And there's been some great ones. Sterling Sharp, Alshon Jeffrey that have played here at South Carolina. Robert Brooks, who Coach Gruden has coached as well. You know, first impression, he's going to light up the room with a smile. Uh, he doesn't say much. He's a worker. He's a big physical guy. He's a difficult matchup on smaller corners. Uh, and certainly inside on safeties, he's a mismatch type of guy. So because of his physicality is linked. Uh, his athleticism, it's not a 50-50 ball with Brian Edwards. It's a, it's more of an 80-20 ball when he's going up for the football.
3: Heck, I sold him short. It's an 80-20 ball. And, you know, uh, I've said it now a few times, and I, and I really feel convicted in it, that Derek Carr misses Michael Crabtree much more than he misses Amari Cooper. And I think a player like Edwards, who is able to high point and attack the football and basically just bully people out of the way, and and go up and get it. Uh you know, man that's Derek needs that cuz he's got a lot of faith, you know, Derek's got a lot of trust in his in his in his pass catchers and he puts a lot of passes up there for grabs and and I think unfortunately that's kind of cost him that there's in and, and you know the, the interception lands on him, right? When you have a, a receiver that drops the ball or tips the ball or just flat out doesn't catch it, um the stat ends up landing on Derek's shoulders and I think so there are times where Derek gets unfairly saddled with, um, you know, with with the failure of the play because he was trusting that guy. Now maybe he shouldn't be trusting those guys to go up and make plays, uh, but he does, and 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 they weren't able to produce for him. Like again, like Michael Crabtree did. Because how many times did we see Michael Crabtree? make amazing plays you know back of the end zone in baltimore front of the end zone uh uh, at the oakland coliseum against kc you know what i mean the 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 two-point conversion against the saints like we saw michael crabtree go up and catch winning passes pretty frequently considering his time with the team. So I think that Derek definitely misses that much more than he misses somebody like Cooper who can just get open all the time and then be questionable whether he's going to catch it or not. So, uh, so I I think Edwards is an amazing fit there. I'm really fired up about the way that our wide receiving core has shaked out. Like, I mean, you know, uh, Q dog and later on is going to talk about the draft grades and, you know, there's a lot of people that have, that have given the Raiders questionable draft grades and like, First off, draft grades are kind of stupid because you can't see me in three years after these guys, you know, mature a little bit into their careers in the in the National Football League. But aside from that, like this whole idea that, you know, what is your your opinion means as the writer, not you. I'm talking about the proverbial you not. But like, you know, as a, as a writer or an analyst or whatever, like. You're basing it on what? Like, because Mayock and Gruden are drafting on needs, right? They're drafting on guys that are going to fit the system, complement their quarterback. Like, that may not line up exactly what you, Mr. Analyst, think that the pick necessarily needed to be in that moment, but you're not running the football team. And I trust the guys that are on the football team. And I think that as a fan, even as much as I know nothing, looking at it from the outside in, Edwards fits our offense. Edwards fits our quarterback. Edwards fits a lot of things for the Raiders, and I think that we're going to see a lot of good out of that young man. Again, I'm kind of rhapsodizing about this because it's my favorite pick, but I'm even more excited about him than Ruggs, and I know that Ruggs is the flashier pick. He's going he's gonna to be the explosive guy. He's the home run hitter. But I think in terms of like red zone threat and, and whatnot, I think we're going to see a lot out of Brian Edwards. So uh, anyway, so speaking of Henry Ruggs, so he was the obviously the first uh, wide receiver off the board. Uh, the Raiders pick at 12. And rightfully, we are all fired up about this because this was – is Raider fans, we are all Al Davis disciples, and uh, and this just fits right in with the legacy of the Raiders when it comes to the draft. And uh, let's let's uh hear from the man that drafted him. I know a voice from above whispered, Henry Ruggs fast.
10: <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, is there a question here, Pat? <laughs> <laughs>
11: no, no, it's a statement. We all felt like there, this was, and John to me. Had that Raider thing about it, and which is all about Al. And then when you take the fastest receiver in the draft, I, I think what would Al do might have been the question in the room because we know that Al would have loved Henry Ruggs.
10: Yeah, it was pretty cool. And, you know, Al's son Mark loved him, so the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And here's where I was I, I mean, 100% full disclosure, I loved all three of those, quote, top three wideouts. And they were very distinct and different type wide receivers and I feel very strongly And John Gruden our coaching staff would have gotten the best out of any of them I was very surprised that when we got on the clock at 12 all three were available you know we kind of slid out whether or not Ruggs was going to get there but at the end of the day John felt strongly and I agreed with him that we needed a different element especially in our division you know when you're playing Kansas City twice a year and you saw what Denver did and what the chargers did when you're in out of division speed rules and the, the whole league is chasing the Kansas city chiefs right now. And we just felt like getting the guy that runs four two, five changes us. And, and the less ah, obvious part of that God, is, you know, Darren Waller had 90 catches last year and Josh Jacobs ran for 12, 1300 yards as a rookie. And they did it without any real vertical help or stretch. From the wide receiver position, and this year we feel like it's going to be a different conversation. And Robs is going to have his own production. You can talk about vertical routes, deep overs. You can talk about manufactured touches with jet sweeps and bubble screens. He'll have his own production, but his worth to the offense goes beyond that. It's going to open things up for Waller. It's going to open things up for Tyrell Williams, for Byron Edwards, for Lynn Bowden, and especially we think for Josh Jacobs.
3: I love that. So especially for Josh Jacobs, because when you have a guy that presents that kind of speed and explosion on the outside, that's going to keep defenses from cheating inward. And when you get that, you get opportunities for Josh Jacobs. Absolutely. And I thought it was, Really interesting. Last week on the show, we had uh, Jeff Murphy. Uh, uh, shout out Jeff and Jeff Nation and Domenico's Deli. Uh, appreciate uh, Jeff joining us live in the fan cave last week. And he brought up something really interesting because at first, when you hear rugs, you think, okay, over-the-top explosion. You think downfield, the nine route, straight line, outrun everybody, Tyreek Hill streaking down the sideline. You think that kind of explosion. But then it was brought up afterwards that, yeah, well, it's not just that. There's the underneath portion of it. There's the fact that he could catch a slant, turn up field, split a couple safeties, and boom, off to the races, right? So there was kind of both those things. Well, then Jeff came in here last week, and he was like, yeah, but it's kind of both. It's the idea that, yeah, he can do that underneath and work quickly and all those slants and all that kind of stuff, but just a mere threat of his speed and his over-the-top ability to be able to stretch out the defense, that helps – who hunter renfro darren waller josh jacobs even in the passing game it helps those guys work underneath and i think this is really interesting the dynamic that's starting to evolve with this offense that it's like we're really versatile like i feel like for the first time in a long time we have a lot of guys that do a lot of different things and i think that's what's so unique about this and that's where again some Analyst, stupid draft grade doesn't consider context, much like stats don't consider context, right? What's the context of the draft? The context is that they drafted players to fill not just needs, but that, that brought an all-bringing different skill sets. Like when you look at, okay, Henry Ruggs, uh, Hunter Renfro, and Tyrell Williams. You have three, or, or even, let's not even use Williams. Let's use Brian Edwards. Let's use Ruggs, Edwards, and, uh, and and Hunter Renfro. You have three distinctly different skill sets between those three guys. They all do wide receiver. They all play the same position, and all three of them play it completely different from one another. Like, that versatility that's now going to be added to the team, that's legit, man. Like, that. if that doesn't get you fired up as a fan, like, I don't know what will, and, and I'm not going to use this as an opportunity to be critical of Derek, but... That whole notion of like, well, he doesn't have anybody to throw to. Well, okay. <laughs> not anymore. Like, like, okay, here we go. No, you know what I mean? And now, so speaking of that, um, here's another guy. Here's another guy in terms of versatility. This guy's got versatility. So I'd mention those three different skill sets. Heck, here's a guy that's got all three of those skill sets all wrapped up in the same guy. And I'm talking about Bowden, not Bowden. It's Bowden. B-O-H. Think of it like that, not B-O-W. And uh, and Lynn Bowden out of the University of Kentucky. Shout out to Capo. He called this player from a mile away. Um, being vaguely familiar with Kentucky football this year, I uh, was not aware of this young man, but he absolutely... Uh, has proven to be the Swiss Army knife of this draft, people are already comparing him to folks like, uh, like players like Taysom Hill or like uh, Cordell Stewart. Once upon a time, right? Like that kind of just super versatile player. You could put him in anywhere. Uh, you never know what he's going to do when he's in the game. And so, anyway, so I'm fired up about uh, about Bowden as well, and so is Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football.
12: I'm very excited to see Lynn Bowden Jr. Yeah. running back, kick returner guy who can just make plays. Let me show you. Let me take you back to high school. Warren G. Harding High School in Ohio, where he's playing quarterback. Look at the tape on Bowdoin Jr. All the way back in the end zone. This is going to be a disastrous, but he escapes the goal line. Oh, look at this. He's, he's getting all the way back. It'll be a minimal loss. Hold on a second. He might actually get to the line of scrimmage. What a play. Are you telling me he's going to gain yards on this? Wait a second. Wait, he's gonna block! He's gonna go! 108 yards through the Friday Night Lights of Ohio. Lynn Bowden Jr. is going from 8 yards deep in the end zone to Las Vegas, Nevada, my friends. This is the kind of improvisation and playmaking that Mike Mayock and Gruden are going to put to use. Rugs, Bowden Jr., who knows, maybe Mariota. Wow. I want to see this dude out of the SEC looking by. He's going about three miles on a Friday night. Hell of a play. <laughs> see you in Vegas.
3: I love it, man. You know, I love to hear KB get fired up about players and – I think Bowden, man, I, absolutely. He's going to be a guy uh, that's, you know, I, I see in the chat here. Let me shout him out to uh, uh, a lot of folks in there. Uh, Raider Ramon is in there. Aaron the Q Dog Raider. Fierce Raider. Raider Flash. Sir Raider. Nick Z. Adam Hill. Uh, sorry, Adam. Uh, Jeff is not, uh, Swag Jeff is not here to not uh, acknowledge you. So I will. What's up, Adam Hill? Stacy Ruff. It is what it is. Raider Born Rico. Herman Munster. Watts Raider. Jeff Murphy. I just talked about you, Jeff. What's up, Jeff from Domenico is in there. Uh, Chevy Silver Raider. Uh, who else is in there? Uh a Fierce Raider. Uh, appreciate all of you uh joining us uh live here at youtube.com slash fancave. So uh anyway, so in the chat they're talking about that the Raiders drafted a bunch of dogs. And yes, like absolutely, like there's, there's not one of these guys that isn't a dog. I see the name Tanner Muse getting thrown around in there. These guys are just freaking, man, I love it. I love the way that this this team offensively and defensively, I haven't even brought up a meek Robertson yet. Like, we're gonna get after it, man. We're gonna get after teams this year. Now, I don't know what it's how that's gonna translate in terms of wins or losses, but in terms of dynamic play and versatility, as I mentioned, and like just getting after people, like I feel like we're finally built a team that, uh, that's just gonna get after people. And look, uh, Mayock said it. We're chasing the Chiefs. The whole league is chasing the Chiefs. That's what we got to do, man. We got to get after the dang Chiefs. We're going to play them twice a year, probably three times, because we're going to meet them in the playoffs. Uh, and 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 hopefully we'll take care of business. But I think we're building a team. Uh, may not be this year right away, but we're definitely building a team that's going to be able to contend uh, with the Chiefs. And so, all right, I mentioned the playoffs, and uh, let's hear from one more analyst uh, that's that's uh, kind of referring to what the Raiders have done this off season. He is uh, Steve Mariucci. Uh, they call him Mooch, and Mooch thinks that the uh, Raiders are going to make the playoffs. Las Vegas Raiders seven and nine last year, but you know what? I think they they benefited from the Khalil Mack trade. All right, they have continuity in the. Thank you. We've not weed, not just like me and those of us here in the fan cave, but you and the listening audience. We've been saying that from day one that anybody that hated on the Raiders for trading Khalil Mack, rethink it. And I hope certainly by this point you're rethinking it because we absolutely won that trade coaching staff
4: and systems and they're ready to go it's gonna be really excited that fan base can be crazy over there it's a fresh start for the Raiders I expect them to have a pretty darn good season and probably jump into that wild card spot. I don't think they're going to all Kansas City because the Chiefs are good in that division. But I think a wild card. All the free agents, they got three guys from Dallas, you know, Jeff Heath and Malik Collins and, and Jason Witten and Corey Littleton from the Rams and Nelson Aguilar. They got some guys and then, yeah, speedball Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett. I think the Raiders are going to
3: make a push for the playoffs next year. Come on, Mooch. I love it, man. We're on it. We're on it, Raider Nation. I'm telling you, we're coming back, man. This, is, this feels good. This is not... Look, every year I'd say, oh, the Raiders are going to make the playoffs, right? And, and or the Raiders are going to even win the Super Bowl. And I know you do, too. But it really feels like... What's up, Michelle Sweat? See Michelle in there. Ta-da, Raider. Jeff Barnett. Raider Ramon. Appreciate you all. Um, Yeah, man. I feel like this year, like... I don't know. Maybe I say that every year, too. That, no, this year I really mean it. But, like, I don't know. Does it just something... I'm excited, and I guess that's what it's all about—is us getting excited for um, uh, uh, for our team this year, man. This is going to be a fun season. Uh, all right, so hey, real quick before I hit the "see of fans" button, America, oh yeah, do America, ones. go to the YouTube right now. Go to the YouTube and subscribe, but
12: just press
10: the damn
8: button, nerd.
10: Wait.
3: So before I press the damn button, just know this: I'm going to try to take. We got time, so we're not at an hour yet. So I'm going to try to take some calls live. When we get to the voicemails, now I've got three emails to read first, but for those of you that are thinking about it, look, don't be nervous, man. I'm here by myself. It'll just be you and me talking, okay? And only a few thousand people listening to you, but just you and me talking, I promise. So it's 909-345-3346. Don't call yet because it'll just start beeping while I'm trying to read emails, but remember that number, 909-345-3346. Three three four six, and let's try to get a a live call here, or a couple of them, even if we if we'll, let's make some time because I want to hear from you all. More of you and less of me is a good thing. Let's keep this thing interactive and uh, and appreciate everybody um, hanging out with us and her, hanging out with me here tonight uh, in Murph's fan cave. All right, so I'm gonna hit the see a fans button, and then uh, we will get to some emails.
2: Hi, it's Jamie, Progressives Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the
13: He is fading, looking,
3: looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tired. He's thrown. It is. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider in the chat, uh, he says, Bernie is a Dolphins fan. That's a weird deal going on there. I don't know what's happening. All right, so uh, (laughs) if you want to email the show, you can email us anytime at uh, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That's show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And then, as I mentioned, you can uh, call us. We're going to take a live one in a second. In the meantime, throughout the course of the week, you can call us at 909-345-3346. Now, hey, when you call, remember, we're live. Don't make me have to use the bleep button. Like, I'll have to go back and edit all this and all that for the podcast. Like, don't make me do all that. So keep it clean when when, when you call in, okay? All right, so here we go. Uh, First one. Hi out there, Raiderland. It's Big Mark. First of all, hi to the loyal RFR listeners and all the YouTubers. Much respect to my man, Swag Jeff, Uncle Mosh, and, of course, Murph. I wanted to tell you that I felt the draft was pretty clean, all in all, and I think that I would give it a mid-level B. All right, Mike. Well, you know how we feel about draft grades, man. Let's give it an A until it proves otherwise. I would say B plus. Thanks, but something just felt like it was missing. Maybe it's the fact we didn't trade down out of nineteen. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I don't know. I, yeah. Here's the thing. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna read these different than 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 Mosh and Swag do. I'm gonna, just gonna stop as I read along and just give you my thoughts. Mayock came out and said. They didn't have a viable partner to trade down at a 19. He was open to it, then he didn't get anybody to participate with anything that would be fair, so they went ahead and pulled the trigger on our net. He was open to trading down and taking our net later on in the round, but there was nobody that that had a, a good offer for them, so they went ahead and stuck with it, okay? So that's that if that helps answer your question there. I do know not every pitched ball is a home run, but I do think we hit a double and I'll take that any day of the week. Please tell me your draft grades. I'm gonna give them an A until they give me a reason to it's kind of like innocent until proven guilty, right? Like I'm gonna assume it was the best draft possible for the Raiders until it proves otherwise. We'll see. Uh take care, everyone. Proud made man and one and one eighth time Sizzler award winner. At least I think I got some credit for being part of that call-in on the roundtable show. Let me know what the official record shows so I can be as accurate as possible while bragging to my friends about my latest accomplishments. Always a pleasure, and have a great show. Big Mike. Appreciate Big Mike. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the score. I'm not sure how to break that down. That's up to Paul. Uh, Paul is the one that is the Sizzler scorekeeper. I would say this, to keep it simple, instead of, trying, instead of awarding fractions of Sizzlers, Let's just award a sizzler to everybody that participated on the call. Let's just give everybody just one notch in the belt for that one, I would say. Uh, that would be the best way to do it. And so I appreciate you, Big Mike. appreciate you uh, as a newly crowned made man here on, uh, on Raiders Fan Radio. All right, next up, we're getting from our buddy Daniel. Dear RFR family, first off, I want to apologize for Vinny. As my email was a mouthful, and it wasn't fair that he was messing up. So, Vinny, I'm sorry. I felt so bad for you having to deal with your dad and your uncle harping on you. Listen, Vinny, uh, thank you, Daniel. That's very kind of you. But Vinny was good, man. He had an absolute blast. So, um, it was funny, uh, afterwards, after we got done recording that show last week, for those of you that missed it, my son Vinny, my youngest, 14 years old, uh just recently 14 came over and read uh an an email and he was stumbling over some of the words and me and mosh were assaulting him basically on youtube it was really funny and so we got uh so after the show we were watching back we were watching to see how he did i was showing him on the thing and and i and he goes oh my gosh i was crying and i go oh no i go oh son my heart i'm like You were crying he goes yeah dad from laughing i'm like oh okay (laughs) so yeah no it was way fun daniel so we appreciate you no need to apologize but thank you for uh being willing to do so um Now to my football, not to football. My twin and I were on Mojo's pod show, episode number 25. I listened to that last night. Great job, Mojo, as always on the pod show. And great job from the Mangus twins, man. You guys lit it up over there. Uh, It was so much fun. And my brother and I want to be on RFR. So hopefully in 2022, we can get that chance because all my friends said, both of us have the face and voice for radio. Same with me, man. I got a face for radio, and I ended up on a, on a YouTube broadcast. Uh, I'm so hyped for the season. Uh, we're building a team that is making Andy Reid lose at least 15 pounds because he's sweating so much. Okay, I got to do that. Where's the uh, – okay, here you go. So let me read that again, then I'm going to hit the right sound button. All right. Uh, I'm so hyped for the season. We are building a team that is making Andy Reid lose at least 15 pounds because he's sweating so much. Fat. Of. Oh the week says he's fat who's fat kc you have an afc west crown that belongs to us come on this team is built to take the crown from the chiefs let's go yours truly daniel Mangus, fremont california proud made man diehard raiders fan going on 14 years one nation raider nation right on absolutely good job buddy All right, here we go one more. Uh this is Is this Paul? Oh man, this is Paul. So you know what that means. Paul! Paul!
12: Paul! 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 Pa- Paul. Paul. Paul!
3: Paul! Paul! Uh, Paul! Paul! <translators> that- well, pa- Paul! 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 Paul!
10: Paul!
12: Paul! 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 Paul!
4: Paul! 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 Hello. Paul.
10: Hello.
3: Paul. I, I met him
8: with Paul. Who? Paul.
5: Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm
3: Paul. Good evening, guys. Hope everyone is safe and well. A quieter week this week, or so I thought. I started off my week in usual style. A bit of Pink Floyd, a bit of Zeppelin. Oh man, right on. Uh, a lot of Steely Dan to ease into another week of lockdown without any obvious silver and black stresses and anxieties. So imagine my surprise when I started checking out the various Raider content sites, blogs, and social media to find the Raiders being linked in one article with another possible trade for Aaron Rodgers. Woo! We're going to talk about this tomorrow on The Rundown. Now, I'm with Murph in regards to Rodgers. I've always rated him highly, and he's always been a player I'd like to see in silver and black. And I'm not going to lie and say I didn't do a double take when I saw the article, but come on, guys. For heaven's sake, find a new bone to chew. There are many things that could happen before the first snap at Allegiant Stadium, and whenever that does happen, one thing for sure, D.C. will be under center. After the drama and excitement of draft day, we had a few days where most of Raider Nation seemed pleased and excited going forward. You can never please everybody, though, and uh, one or two got overexcited and thought there should have been bigger names selected. I know, 19 threw me a little bit. Just remember, folks, it's all about picking the right type of players with the right attitude for where we want to be. To quote somebody wiser than me, it's not about the name on the back of the shirt. It's all about the shield. Right on, brother. Uh, we also picked up several undrafted free agents, and as I write this, we've signed four of them, including one intriguing story in Javin White, who was born in Oakland and went to college at UNLV. I think uh, that's what they call destiny. Hopefully we can find some talent in the group. We are a few hours away from finding out our full schedule for the season. That is tomorrow. Today is Wednesday. It's tomorrow, Thursday. Don't trust the leaks because I saw today the NFL has not released it to even any of the teams, so the leaks are fake. Don't trust them. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh, Full season for the season, our first game in our new home. My money is the first Thursday night game being a home fixture against Kerman and the Ronald McDonald's. It'll be nice to see them on their asses opening night. Get the RFR rap ready, Murph. Hey, glad to. I made a deal on Mondays with Mikey Murph with our buddy Pirate 1975. He made me a uh, he made a, made me a challenge and he said if, if we ever beat the Chiefs, you need to rap on the show and I, said, and I said deal and I will. And you know me, I'm not one to spit bars as the kids say, but I'll do it if we win the Chiefs cuz it will be worth it. Finally, three other questions to be asked. Are we should we be in the market for Logan Ryan? Right. We'll take these one at a time. Swago and I talked about Logan Ryan extensively the other night. The reason being is that, you know, he played down the road here from where we live now and outside of Nashville, played for the Titans. Dude's looking for like 10 million bucks a year and he's 30 whatever years old or like he's not going to find it. He's going to end up taking a lesser deal. And, uh, you know, there's only a handful of guys, as we were talking about, that have successfully played cornerback later into their careers. And then eventually they switch to safety, you know, because you lack that speed and explosiveness to keep up with the with with wide receivers on defense. And then you need to become a ball hawk. You need to become Charles Woodson. You need to become Daryl Green. You need to become you know what I mean? You become a safety and then extend your career out. Well, no one is paying 10 million bucks a year for that. So Logan Ryan's going to probably take a prove it deal somewhere. Um, You know, I don't I don't should we be in the market for him? absolutely he's a great player. should we be in the market for him at 10 million a year hell no like six seven sure then sign us up but you know these these, these that kind of a contract for that player at, at that stage of his career as Kyle Brandt you know uh, famously says on Good morning football all the time your contract is not a reward. games played it's an investment in the future games played so no one's paying logan ryan for what he did last year it's all about paying logan ryan for what he's going to do for the next three or four years and uh, that's not 10 million bucks a year so uh should we be in the market yes but it certainly has to be at the right price and i think that's why you hadn't heard mayock or anybody else talk about him all right will anyone in the media admit that the raiders got the better of the mac cooper trades thank you uh don't hold your breath with this one i won't and i kind of hit on it already You know, we from day one, um, you know, yelled that from the rooftop that when you look at the amount of it wasn't just the fact that the Raiders acquired draft equity. That's obviously the most easily gone to portion of this, because you look at what we exchanged for Mac and now it's all been fleshed out for the players uh, that we that we've gotten uh, out of that draft from the Bears. But then the Bears had to turn right around and pay him this massive contract. So when you talk about the opportunity cost of that and what you sacrifice in terms of being able to sign future players because you got all your money tied up in one guy, it just didn't make sense. It just when you look at it from a business perspective, it made sense from day one to me why they didn't sign Khalil Mack. So. Anybody that's still hating on that again, and I'm not going to rehash it all over again, but th- when you look at the terms of the contract, you look at the exchange of value, absolutely the Raiders won that thing, not only from day one, but absolutely as far as to now. All right, last up, he says, can Will Compton finally admit he's desperate to go live on RFR, if only to stop the likes of me harassing him on a daily basis until he says yes. So Paul, Ramon, Swago. Mojo, so many of you are taking runs of Will Compton in a really friendly way. Even Cody's getting in on it in a really friendly way on Twitter. And at this point, I almost feel like I don't want to have Will on the show only because it's more fun to have this running bit like he can join the ranks of that guy that was in that castaway movie in terms of like players that we will no longer or people that we will no longer name on this show. It's been an absolute blast watching you guys take a run at Compton on Twitter. It's so funny. And so, and, and Ramon right now is on this run where he sent because we'll ghosted us after twice committing to our show, he's ghosted us. And so now he's posting up like memes of Will's face on different you know celebrity and 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 movie you know uh, screenshots that have to do with ghosts and it's like ghosting with the boys and it's like you know things from the movie ghost or ghostbusters or what it's freaking hilarious man i love it so i keep it going and there's there's even a big part of me that if at some point will ever answers back and he's answered his yes a couple times on twitter but again never showed up but like at some point that he says like okay i'm ready to go just let me know when uh, there's a big part of me that's tempted to just go, "Nah, we're not interested." <laughs> all right, so uh, all right, so Paul goes on to say, um, "Love and best wishes to the RFR family. Stay safe, everybody. Love you, Raider Nation." His Lordship, Paul Edgerton, Shrop-tire, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner, twenty nineteen, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, and five five time five time five time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. <laughs> All right, so, uh... You got enough time to think about it there. We're getting ready to get into our, uh, our our voicemails. Again, that number is 909-345-3346. At the top of this segment, we always handle the Capo first because he's the man, he's the crew, the, the leader of this crew, of this uh, of this RFR, made man, made women crew. And uh, so we're going to hear from Capo first. But as soon as we get done with Capo's call, if you want to get in here, you want to get on live, uh, on RFR Live, and, and, and talk to me and the rest of Raider Nation and listening then definitely get that call in but again first let's go to the capo he is aaron the q dog raider greetings
11: don murph consigliere moss on the boss sunny sergeant arms the fizzler big raider trucker mojo from the pacho raider ramon swag jeff nation first respect to uh nfl coaching legend uh, don shula who passed away monday at the tender age of 90 uh respect um, everybody wants to come out of the woodwork and uh, give their draft grades, so uh, I'm going to grade the grades. Uh, Bleacher Report had Alex Ballantine giving the Raiders a C-. Um, CBS Sports' Pete Briscoe uh, gave us a B. Pro Football Focus gave us a C. Sports Illustrated' Andy Benoit gave us a C+, like the plus makes a difference. Yahoo Sports' Eric Edelm gave us a C. And my man, Mel Kuiper. He gave us a B. Nice hair baby. Uh USA Today, <laughs> Nate Davis gave us a C. The athletic Dang Brugler, gave us a nineteen out of thirty two. So I guess we're in the lower echelon. Oh the athletic, they're too smart for their own good. Uh, established the run. Evan Silva gave us a C C+. Uh sporting news, Vinny Iyer gave us a C minus. Once again, like the minus matters. Look, all your takes suck because you probably had us getting a C-minus or a C last season. How'd that turn out for you? Condor fly, baby. Fly over and drop that pool bomb on them. Splash. Who cares? (laughs) Now, the Raiders also added four undrafted free agents. Tight end Nick Bowers, cornerback Madre, and I guess that doesn't mean mother in Spanish, Harper, (laughs) long snapper Liam McCollum, uh, linebacker Javen, uh, Javen White, and they also uh, are expected to announce some more undrafted free agents soon. The hit list, tight end, Paul Butler, linebacker, Tavon Coney, defensive end, Kendall Donison, quarterback Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, that experiment's over. Offensive lineman, Kyle Callis, and linebacker Quentin Poland. This goes out to the made men, Mandy's some Dog Days. And how about my new logo? Shout out and double respect yes. to Mojo on his pod show. Love it. Roo,
3: Love it. Aaron, the Q dog Raider right, bringing it. Now he's not eligible for a sizzler award, but uh, man, that was good. That was a good call. Aaron, they're always good, but that was uh, that's Aaron in top form right there. So appreciate him. And uh, a lot of stuff in the chat there about uh, Don Shula. Uh, I'm gonna read you a couple quotes. Uh, Watts, Watts, Raider in there uh, says Don Shula, greatest of all time. Uh, and then, his, and he says, if you take out super bowls, but you know what though, like, is it though? And now I know that he doesn't have the, the winning percentage that someone like Belichick does, but there's only one head coach in the history of the league that's appeared in as many Super Bowls as Belichick, and that is Don Shula. So, I mean, and and, and taking two organizations to it, like I mean, I got You got to give them a lot of love there, a lot of respect. So, um, absolutely great call. And we're going to hear from from the historian here uh, in a little bit about Don Shula as well. But to make it, uh, bring it to the Raiders. Statements from the from the Raider greats, from the Raiders Hall of Fame, and should be in the Hall of Fame head coaches. One from Tom Flores. Uh, don was the ultimate competitor he lived his life as he played and coached with pride dignity tenacity loyalty history will share his legacy forever absolutely uh shula was one of the absolute uh all-time greats and then uh you know so our hall of famer uh coach madden and we don't hear from coach madden much anymore you know um i think a lot about him you know uh as a fan you know like I, you know, he's getting older and, and I don't know if how there's different things out there about his health and whatnot. So absolutely prayers up to coach and wish him the best. And I wish we could see more of him. Uh, but we just don't see and hear from him a lot, but anyways, but in this case he came out because, uh, a, a, you know, close confidant, not confidant necessarily, but, uh, definitely, um, a competitor and a uh, long time history with coach Shula. And so anyways, Madden says, besides being a competitor of mine, Don was a really good friend, mentor, Look, I corrected myself and I shouldn't have. Don was a really good friend, mentor, and confidant who gave more to the game than he took from it. He was a member of the competition committee for years, and this was something he believed in. He always wanted to make the game better because he cared so much. Don Shula was a great man and a great friend. So anyways, so good stuff there from uh, from our two coaches on the legendary uh, Coach Shula. So appreciate that and appreciate Aaron uh, bringing it up there. And uh, we'll probably talk some more about that tomorrow uh, on the rundown. All right. Um, all right. If you want to get a call in, call us. Call me uh 909-345-3346 let's hear you uh i've got a couple more voicemails to play uh, but i'll go ahead and 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 take a call if someone wants to jump in here 909-345-3346 don't be shy Uh, go ahead and give the, uh, give the number a ring and we'll get your call on here live. I saw Mojo was doing this the other night. And then when I knew that we were going to be doing a a podcast selfie, I thought, well, that might be kind of fun to take a call live. That's where the Mangus brothers, uh, were on his show live and that was really fun. So I see all these people in the chat, man. Raider Ramon, Aaron, Rico, John Q, Raider Flash, Watts Raider. Um uh, Miguel Ruiz. Ta-da! Raider is in there. Uh so many of you, Pete M is in there. I can't scroll up, but uh but definitely get a call in here. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and play a voicemail then since we got nobody jumping on the line right away. And uh let's hear from our buddy Houston Raider Steve. Hey
13: everybody, this is Houston Raider Steve. Hey, uh I was gonna say when I listen to Raider or uh, Raider board Rico, uh you sound like Rico Suave. I'm scared because my landlord, the cats and everything, they start purring really loud and they start rubbing up against me. And they're male cats. It's freaking me out, man. Anyway, uh, my uh, story is uh, Don Shula passed away today. Uh, He's from Ohio like I am. I was a big fan of his and everything. Coaching, greatest coach of all time, all time
3: wins. I was down in Miami back in the late 80s with my girlfriend. All right, here we go. We got a call coming. I'm going to pause Steve there.
0: Call
11: from Ron Stratton. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two.
3: What's up, Ron? To accept, press one. Oh. To send a voicemail. Let me try it again. How about now? Ron the Materator, we got you? Yeah, what's up, man? What's up, Ron? How are you, buddy? I'm in the dream, man. Sitting right on the back deck. I appreciate you calling in, man, and checking in. You're So you're, uh, you're doing, uh, you got double duty going on here. You're multitasking, yeah. you're running the chat, and you're calling in live to the show.
8: <laughs> yeah, that's correct.
3: Awesome, man. So, what do you get, What do you got, dude? What do you think of this draft? Oh,
8: here's the thing. I haven't heard anybody say. But I've been really thinking about it. Uh, you know, May seems to have a plan, and I think last year we ran out of depth real fast, uh, and I think that's a big uh, reason we tail off at the end of the season. That, and I think guys like Tanner Muse and um, Bowden gives us some flexibility. So, I think you know those picks got criticized a lot because they're like, "Well, you can't use this guy." this position right now i think you can use those guys in so many positions that you know if somebody goes down they can step in somewhere and i think that's where their value lies uh but that was pretty smart by me
3: yeah you know the old adage goes that you you know you, you draft your superstars in the first round or two and then you build your team and the rest of them right and so i feel that way too man like you know i was talking about versatility earlier but yeah the depth is really key and especially like um you know like the um uh the draft of john simpson in the fourth round i got a, a quote here from jim nagy who's the guy that like coordinates the senior bowl he's like the executive director and uh, he talked about simpson and said simpson uh, the simpson is the best clemson offensive line prospect in the past two decades he's big strong mm. dependable high character guy tons of ball for the tigers gives him a good number three guard next year and eventual long-term starter if incognito or jackson aren't there and that fits right in with exactly what you're saying right isn't it ron like there's depth now
8: right yeah and and you know one of the other things it's not my thought but i thought was you know a really good point i think it was the pillaging podcast actually uh someone brought up the point we're getting our roster to the point where the bottom of our roster isn't really guys that should be in the NFL. The bottom of our roster is developmental guys. And that's what you want when you're building a solid team. Um, so I, I think, you know, we're starting to see the vision come through here. It's been a long time, but it's, you know, it's, it's starting to come through, I think.
3: That's a great point, man. Yeah, and shout out those pillaging guys, man. Good friends of ours. Kenny and Che, Bobby Wasabi, Kane, like great dudes over there, man. And that's an awesome point because, yeah, it did did feel like that. It felt like some of the bottom end of our roster at times. It was like, ugh. When these guys, when they stop being Raiders, they stop being football players, right?
8: Correct, yeah. And then uh, another thing, you know, as far as the value, a lot of guys are banging on us on value. But I think if you said we're gonna redraft the two thousand draft and only you know what's right now, how many guys would take Tom Brady before the sixth round? Yeah. You know, so Mayoffs trusting in these guys and his evaluations and if that's what he values them, that's where he values them Until he blows the draft, then I'm gonna stick behind him.
3: That's a great point, man. He's given absolutely not no uh, you know. No inkling to us to have any doubt, man. Everything that he's done so far. And I know people like, you know, even Aaron, you know, are still out on, on, on Farrell, you know, but. Men
11: to the east the r to the r to the e to the l to the l it ain't
3: furl i know that, you know but listen but that's still there's still time on that one right so i i absolutely uh I, I agree with you man and aaron in the chat right now just said much respect to ron from alliance and appreciate you ron man dude you're one of the yeah, first well the first made men one of the first callers to the show and like one of the first times we tried taking live calls and boom you're right here to support us man and thank you very much for doing this
8: heck heck yeah i appreciate you taking my call and thanks for all you guys. Appreciate the entertainment nice nice source of raiders info
3: absolutely brother. we appreciate you well and yeah uh, as they're saying in the chat it's they're, they're gonna run amok so you better get back in there be able to handle some yeah. business <laughs> better go boot some people huh? yeah there you go yeah drop the band hammer on them dude don't be shy all right all right i appreciate you brother yep bye. All, right, see you, bye all right there's ron from alliance man one of the early early made men around here and uh, he runs our chat for us each and every week and cannot give him enough respect and, uh, and appreciation for him for not only his support of our show, uh, but for jumping in the chat and, uh, and moderating it uh, each and every week, man, like clockwork. So thank you, Ron. All right. Uh, we probably got time for one more. Uh, I'm going to get back to Steve's call here. Uh, but if we want to do one more live call, just go ahead and jump in there as, uh, as Houston Raider Steve is telling us about Don Shula.
13: He's with my girl, girlfriend, Chrissy Ferraccio from uh, Philly, South Philly. We went to the uh, headquarters, and all of a sudden, she wanted to meet Marino, so all of a sudden, Coach Shuler's walked down the hall. Brian Sochet's walking down the hall, too. So we asked Coach, Coach, could we get an, a picture with you the old Polaroid type? So he uh, asked Brian and everything, and the camera jams, and here I am standing with legendary Coach Shuler and Chrissy and everything. We finally get a picture with him, and he was really cool about it all, and I thought, man, that's really awesome. He could have just blown us off and just, you know, not even given us eye contact or spent the time, but the fact that he spent two time, you know, spent – five, 10 minutes of his time just to get picture with two fans that were big fans of his. So rest in peace, coach, rest in peace, coach Shula. God bless brother. That's my Raiders story of the day. I know it's not Raiders, but he's a legendary coach. Bye. All
3: right. We appreciate you Houston Raiders, Steve. And yeah, man, you know, we are, we're, of course we're diehard Raider fans, obviously, but we are football fans as well. And so anytime you want to bring the knowledge, uh, then love to hear it, especially firsthand accounts like that, man. So we, we oh, here we go. We got another one grab this one here. Let's see. Looks like we got a call from the 916. Call from Solid.
0: To accept, press 1.
3: All right, caller in the 916. Go ahead. Hey, so this is Tyler Raider. Tada Raider, what's up, buddy?
14: What's up, man? How you guys doing?
3: We're doing good. Well, it's not you guys tonight. it's Just me, oh, you, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. the lone wolf in there. Yeah, I'm doing great, man. So I've actually got you on the. Uh, I've got you on the rundown sheet. I was gonna play your voicemail next, but uh, much better to hear from you in person, man. What's on your mind?
14: Oh uh, well, uh, you know, as I was calling, I was like, you know, what, what am I gonna call about? I couldn't think of anything but that. I'd just say, "What's
3: up to you, anyway?" Hey, man. Well, I love it. I appreciate that. I appreciate the support that you uh, that you give us here, man. Raiders fan, radio, Merce fan cave. I know you're always active in the chat, and uh, you know you you got a voicemail in this week, and you've emailed us before, and so we we, we appreciate you. So I'll tell you what, man. While I've got you live, um, when when we get off the phone, I'm gonna play your voicemail still. But uh, let me let me tell you live, and 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 everybody listening and in the chat. Dude, you're going to be a made man after this. Um, I, I, I was uh,
14: made, I, wanted, I forgot which one, I think it was a
3: few, a few uh, weeks ago. Okay. Well, I believe. All right. I was wondering about that because I looked on the rundown sheet and your name wasn't on it. And I was going to give out that disclaimer when I played it. I was going to say, all right, I don't remember Tada Raider not getting made, but for some reason he wasn't on the sheet. So we did make you fair and square then, right?
14: Yeah, you got it. Yeah. All well, right. I
3: appreciate it. I think it
4: was uh, a little more. We <laughs> might get made twice. <laughs> hey,
8: hey, is that a first?
3: Yes, because I have an awful memory Because I'm I'm always like, what the heck And I went back and I looked at the sheet I'm like, alright, Ty is not on there I'm like, what the heck I'm like, I can't believe I, that we missed making him And then I, and I'm like, he's always in the chat He's sending voicemails, he's doing emails I'm like, we had to have made him But your name wasn't there So I was going to respect it anyways and, and and play it for you So I'll, we might play your music again Heck, you called live So that, oh, that, that counts for oh, something, yeah, right? Oh, oh,
14: yeah, yeah I mean, I, oh, You know, I, I sat ready with some cannolis I'm still pretty stuffed, you know so, you know, it's the best of all words. I can't
3: complain. Awesome, man. Right on. Well, hey, while well, well, we got you, man, how about the? what do you think about the draft, man? Who's your favorite pick?
14: Tanner Muse. Oh, nice. Why? I'm I'm a defensive junkie, and I just like what he can cover the field. And I think it's a little sneaky. I think he's kind of underestimated. He's going to
8: do some good things.
3: Yeah, I think it's cool. What do you think about him wearing 55? Uh, say that again? What do you think about him wearing the number 55, man? The last time we saw that was like... I know we've had a couple different players wear it, but like high profiles like Rolando McClain. But then like the the legacy of Matt Millen wearing fifty five. Like to me, that's like a that's a cool number, right?
14: Yeah, e- even with that Rolando McClain one, that's kind of uh, <laughs> that brings you about some dark memories right
3: there. I <laughs> oh, no, that's a, that's up there with Jamarcus but, almost, man. It's close.
14: Uh, oh, oh what well, looking at me now?
3: He's like our defensive Jamarcus.
14: You know what no, I mean? Oh, definitely. Right, we shouldn't drafted him anyway
3: yeah he didn't want to go there so. that's right that's right well hey man well, I I appreciate you calling in and, and and I'm still gonna play your voicemail congratulations on being a made man and thank you again man for supporting uh, uh, Raiders Fan Radio the way that you do we appreciate you
8: okay yeah thank you oh and before Rico has a call please let me know
14: so I
6: can get my wife out the room
3: <laughs> yeah I don't have a call from Rico tonight so he is in the, he's in the chat so just just uh, tell your wife not to read the chat and then she should be safe
14: okay. alright babe you can come back <laughs>
3: awesome brother we appreciate you man have a good night all
14: right thank you have a good one all
3: right bro. you too we'll see all right there he is Ty ta-da raider so that was timely man because i couldn't remember man I, i'm like i'm looking at the sheet and i and i just didn't see his name on there so i was gonna i was gonna make him here on the show so it's gonna be made twice that's that's awesome so well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put a couple check marks next to his name here for that uh so let's listen to his voicemail and then we'll get into it
14: yo what's up murph swaggy and the one and only uncle mosh this is Tyler raider i'm coming here today as a phone call usually i know i do the email i sent the email for the rounds for the first round day one so i'm gonna just go ahead and say about the other picks i'm fired up i don't know about you guys i'm oh. fired up everybody over there bitching and complaining about all the picks that we got but let's be honest nobody's an expert you can complain I mean, of. This isn't your job. You know what? I could complain. I could say, "Oh yeah, I had this guy going at this guy going." But you know what? I'm a security guard. I don't work for the in the NFL, so that is not my job. All I can say is, I'm fired up. I am ready. You know, I can't wait for this going forward. Hopefully, everything opens up on time, so we can go ahead and go. So everybody else who's down there, let them go. You know, they can go ahead and you know go to Denver or you know be with the Chiefs or you know whatever it is. So I just wanted to. State how fired up I am. You guys hear that? Oh, because <laughs> we got some dogs. Uh, no, Mews, come dogs. On. I know one thing, Tyrell Williams, he in the hot seat. And everybody who's kind of worried about Gabe Jackson, Gabe Jackson has his job, but we do need backup and versatility on that old line. I like that pick, so even if he does step up and pick up, man, no, he's out of there. But you know what? I'm going to just let everybody be. Let everybody have their thoughts. And I'm just going to get ready for this draft. It's me, Ty Raider, signing out. Fired up.
5: You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raider's fan radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything friendship is more than talent it is more than the government it's almost equal to family be loyal made man Raider fan someday and that day may never come I'll call upon you to do a service for me but until that day accept this as a gift and don't ever forget words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts.
3: All right, I know he was already made, but I just like hearing that music, man. I like you're hearing Masha's voice over there. It's awesome. So anyway, so I got him added to the list now. And, uh, and, uh, man, I've, I've it wouldn't be the first time I've messed up on the list, but let me read it, man. Cause it's, it's really cool. I love hearing all the different places, uh, that people represent. And, uh, so, uh, we got Jimmy Z no particular order roughly in an order, but not in any, any particular order of, of, uh, of, of getting made. Um, Jimmy Zbach, Hardcore Raider, Johnny in San Diego, Chuck Splatterhead McCann, Ron in Alliance, Alaska Raider, Dakota Raider, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Red in Yakima, Jim from the East Coast, Yayo in Jersey, Big Raider Trucker, Wyoming Raider, Diego in Georgia, Running Bear in Talare, Mojo Raider, Junior in San Diego, Beto in, you know the city, Beto, where you been, man? We heard from Beto in a minute. Uh, James in Arkansas, Monster Mash Ken, Raider Rue in Utah, Ev Dog, Houston Raider Steve, Jesse in Kentucky, B-Dog in a pasture in Texas, Max in San Diego, Rev Raider, Raider Juan, Patch, Alex in Tucson, Ruben in Vegas, Dave in the 330, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Paul in Shropshire, Mississippi, UK, 24 Karat Kev, the cool-ass Raider, One Nation Jeff, Chucktown Raider, Haley in Scotland, All Hail the Queen, Lino, the Full Metal Mexican, Central Valley Raider, RBK Raider, Coach Davis, another one. Where you been, Coach? Raider Ramon, Raider Born Rico, Raider Trucker Dan, Sugar Shane, Super Deuce, Daniel Mangus, uh, Just Win Johnny, Matthew Mangus, Pirate 1975, JC Raider, Fabricator Gill in the IE, Big Mike, and most recently, ta da! Raider, we appreciate each and every one of you and the way that you contribute and uh, and support us here at Raiders Fan Radio. And without the Made Men, uh, man, it's just uh, it's not nearly as fun. And you guys are amazing. And thank you for all the support uh, each and every week. Uh, I want to shout out the chat also. Aaron the Q Dog Raider is in there. Raider Flash, Raider Ramon, John Q Watts Raider, Miguel Ruiz Raider Flash, Tyrone Graves, Stacy Ruff. Um, appreciate uh, Ron, of course, the Made Raider. Appreciate all of you supporting Raiders fan radio and uh, Damage Inc. Raider Nation Scotland what's up uh, we appreciate you being in there and so every week we uh, award a sizzler to the best email or phone call and uh, man I got this is this, I got it, I a lot of attention to this guy tonight I got to give it to Ty Ta Raider because uh, he brought it man he was he's right the Raiders drafted a bunch of dogs and he was howling about him on the show
14: I am the
6: sizzler. sizzler. Sizzler.
10: Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders.
7: You know why we are here, and we ain't
9: playing around today.
4: From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery.
10: Oh, ho,
6: ho.
3: Oh, ho, oh, <laughs> appreciate all of you joining us as uh in the chat tonight appreciate all of you joining us live on, on uh, youtube.com slash murphs fan cave uh, you can check us out each and every week on wednesday nights uh, normally i don't do this by myself my name is murph uh, you have a co-host uncle mosh the great uncle mosh and my best friend swag jeff and uh, we do this thing every wednesday night we're going to switch to our off-season schedule uh, going forward so we're going to be off next week uh, but we will be back every other week for rfr live Uh, as we go through the offseason. But we're going to have a lot of content every week. Swag and I are recording the RFR Rundown where we dig into the Raiders stories of the week. Uh, So you're going to find that on your feed, on your Murphs Fan Cave audio podcast feed this week. Plus, also, we're going to do an episode of Tales from the Nation. We're going to talk about the Raiders draft. We're going to talk about the greatest Raiders to ever be drafted. Gene Upshaw, Cliff Branch, Kenny Stabler. It's uh, going to be a really cool show. So uh, go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Buy something on there from the Fanatics website, please support us that way so we can continue to support the stabler xoxo foundation an amazing foundation that um uh provides uh research and awareness and prevention of head injuries in all sports from youth all the way on up so thank you again thank you watts raider raider flash john q stacy ruff raider ramon phil's fierce raider Killed Jadus, John Q, everybody. Title Raider in the chat tonight. Congratulations on the sizzler and getting made twice. That's interesting. But I uh, appreciate you, man, and uh, look forward to this offseason. Raider Nation, man. Keep going at Will Compton. Keep running at him for us, man. That's been a lot of fun. Uh, thank you Michelle Michelle says way to hold the down Murph thank you I'm not a huge fan of the podcast selfie but thank you folks uh, like you that that sh- give this show all the support make it worthwhile and uh, and glad to do it so thank you again and uh, everybody have a good night and we will see you next time and just remember what happened in Vegas started in Oakland have a good night and God bless you guys hear that oh
2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and
3: Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.